I gotta play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto pick. Oh, oh there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. Week 13, we're back in action on the Football Card Quest, part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network, 100% dedicated to football cards, fantasy football, football card research, and selling tips. Uh, I'm your host, AC. Got my main man, Steve, the eBay hitman, Caladesi here. Steve? Yes, sir. We're coming off of a busy Thanksgiving week with games on Thursday, game on Friday, games on Sunday, and your Bears getting a dub on Monday night over the Vikings, getting those four interceptions off of Josh Dobbs, man. Could have been more. Could have been, been more. You know, we talked about it, and, uh, you know, one of the reasons I was – an anti-Dobbser is uh, we talked about the PFF stat that he is uh, involved in the second most uh, turnover probable plays in the league. And it was the law of averages had caught up. You saw it uh, in his latter games with the Cardinals and uh, it just took a little bit to carry over here. Yeah, I, I heard that uh, Kevin O'Connell, after the game, they, they talked in the presser about having to reevaluate their quarterback situation. They're potentially going to play Nick Mullins. Now, I think Dobbs is better than Nick Mullins, Steve, uh, who is probably, pro I don't know, probably worse. Wh what's your thoughts on them starting Nick Mullins over Josh Dobbs? And should anybody go out there and buy any Nick Mullins? Um, I think if you're playing anybody, you should start the rookie who got hurt on the first drive uh, and actually looked good. He looked pretty good and then got hurt on a uh, indecisive run into the end zone where he decided to like not go in hard and just got wrecked with a concussion. So if anybody deserves a start, uh, I think it should be him. And uh, Mullins has been around for a minute. We know kind of what he's all about. So you're talking about Jaron Hall, right? Jaron. No, Jaron Hall? That's yeah, Jaron with one R. One R had to be go. unique. There you go. Fifth round pick, man. Fifth, fifth, fifth round pick out of everybody's favorite college, BYU. It's already almost 26 years old. Dear God, what did you stay in school an extra couple of years? <laughs> Just like the party, I guess. So I, I don't I, I think they're probably gonna pro I mean honestly, they should just roll with Dobbs. They should just keep rolling with Dobbs. And, you know, uh, Steve, before we get into the whole uh, week 13 slate, we're going to talk about these big storylines. We'll go through your rankings and then we'll get into the uh, week 13 slate and see if we can make some card snipes and also uh, play some prop bets on underdog fantasy and talk about, you know, our underdog fantasy prop bets from last week. Um, but, uh, what, you know, on, on the other side of the ball, for the Bears, what was your reaction to this game by Justin Fields and the Bears' offense? Well, I saw what I expected from the defense. They've looked really good the last few weeks, 
And uh, as far as the offense goes, I'm a little disappointed in the play calling. Um, I definitely think that it shows that there's possibly some concern about Fields' read time or possibly digestion of the playbook or fear of throwing downfield. I don't know. Or or they're intentionally drawing up a extra simplistic playbook to kind of build his confidence back up. So hard to say, but again, we've seen elite games out of him. And then we've seen these deer in headlights uh, running with the ball, not tucked and just waving it around and fumbling it all over the place. So he still has a ton of upside, but you know, we're, we're hitting a crossroad here where they're going to have probably have to decide pretty soon if, he's going to be the guy for next year or not. Yeah, this was such a screwed up, uh, I felt like, offensive game plan for them with an average distance of target for Justin Fields under three yards. Like, what what the, what the hey, man. But, and and so as of right now, the Bears are still going to have two of the two top 10 picks next year. And um, do, do you think they're going to, do you think they're going to stick with Fields or do you think they trade him? Either way, it sounds like we should be buying his cards. I don't think the game Monday night has really done a whole lot for his cards to go up. No, no, I know, I know that there's actually a few people that kind of laid off. But you know, here's the thing: is the couple times he did throw downfield, he saw really good things happen. So I wouldn't use that game as a barometer. But uh, you know, he's basically think of the next, <laughs> the next however many games as like a tryout for next season. He will be starting on a team next year uh whether it's the bears or not i think is yet to be seen this blue scope optic rated rookie right here is a popular one when i look at his graded market this card seems to do quite well it's at 25 dollars here ending in 25 minutes with zero bids i i think 25 dollars might be a little high to pay for it right now steve yeah i think? think i think you can get them under 15 at the moment honestly yeah, under 15 raw, and I would almost like compare that to between a 8 and 9 value. But look, look at his graded results and, and the most sales of PSA 10 slabs in the past 30 days. The blue optic is right there at number 5. Like, that's a popular card. I mean, it's being submitted. People are, are graded. Look, population of 750, 41% grade rate. So I would prefer to buy a PSA 10 over a raw card based on this data. 56 bucks. Oh my God. Yeah, that's in that beautiful. And that's a DC Sports 87. So I mean, you very rarely, if ever, I've never heard of a unethical uh, DC Sports 87 auction. I mean, sure, there's always phantom accounts out there that can sure. uh shill bid it an auction, but uh, DC Sports is a very reputable company. So when you see something from them. And, and, and we know they get a lot of eyeballs. So you see something from them going Monday night, 9 p.m., $56. And then you have one 15 minutes later going for 153 is Yeah. That, is that, that's the same card. That's the same right. card. I just want to make sure. That's, see, that, that tells me like maybe that Knower 1 card was uh, maybe shill bid or something. But because uh, look at that. Look at that six-month. Look at the one year. We're at we're at all time one year lows for Justin Fields besides this most recent auction, which doesn't really make sense to me. I, I would be sniping all day if you can get them though in this fifty to sixty dollar range. This card is very liquid. I mean, look at all the sales. Two hundred and fifty six sales in the past year, Steve. 
Yeah. Um, I want to point out another one. Top right, the Mosaic Orange. You can get that card hella cheap. I was watching a few of them last night, and uh, they went for like 40 45 Yeah, those right there. Uh, and that card is in the $150 plus range in the not-so-recent past here. So, ah, Yeah, you're right, man. Look at that. Entering the season. So whether he's on the Bears, new team, there's a likely possibility either in free agency time around the heading into the draft. He's traded. There's all kinds of rumors. His cards heat up. I think you're right. I think this is another nice liquid card we're looking at right here. Maybe not quite as much as the Blue Scope Optic, but still 178 sales and a 75, 74.1 to be precise, PSA 10 hit rate. That's incredible when you can convert a raw card into a PSA 10 at that high of a rate. That's fantastic, man. And pretty low, 600 pop, not bad. Yeah, not not bad, not bad. All right, so um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some other big storylines real quick. Um, the Panthers. Let's talk the Panthers as they fall to one in ten. Frank Reich is fired after the game. They also fired their running back coach. They fired their quarterback coach, Josh McCown. I think their running back coach was Deuce Staley. They fired all those guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they clean house there, man. What was your reaction to that? Oh, man. You know, I guess this is where you find out if uh, if it was a coaching issue or a player issue. I It makes me sad to see that a lot of people are hanging it on a talent issue. Um, when you had when you had the red rifle come in and chalk up 360 and then uh, you know you yank him for the rook and then he kind of craps the bed for the rest of the season. So I think you definitely have a lot to evaluate here. There's almost no way or maybe there is a way that they go out and try to get another quarterback but um, I don't know. I think it's too soon to be yanking coaches. I think you got to really light a candle under your teams you know what and uh, get them amped up to play. Uh, do you think this affects Bryce Young going forward? Do, do you think this he's going to have a, a little a boost here? I mean, I've lived through the Trubisky experience and a lot of other people with other QBs. And when you start constantly shuffling coaching and coordinator one season, coordinator next season, coordinator next season, it's really hard for a QB, especially a young one, to constantly adapt and new schemes and and you know what maybe one of them fits better for him and he does improve but historically it doesn't bode well i look at something like this this is going to be interesting interesting so you see this donris elite's been it's been out for a while since the beginning of the season so you get some pretty good sold data on it this is a blue donris elite and serial numbered out of 99 bryce young's also got one of those fanatics deals so he doesn't have panini autograph cards he's got the tops now he's got some other uh fanatics deals going on this is numbered out of 99 that's sold for 20 dollars and 50 cents today uh what do you what do you think the all-time high for that was at the beginning of the season <laughs> probably probably like 150 bucks or something <laughs> something wild yeah, I think 150 bucks is a pretty good guess. Let's see if we can find a, a quick um, comp on that. If you go to uh, price, how far back will it go? That's it, only from this month. It'll go to the past uh, 90 days. 
since the since the card's been out the tough thing is you know finding that same card uh it's it's got to be it's got to be at the beginning of the season of course but yeah if you i bet if you could find one for the week or two weeks that the the set came out it, it would be up there obviously that's usually why we advocate not buying singles that early because this is what can happen but yeah okay there's a 60 60 six, 60 for out of 299 so i was looking for the one out of 99 but uh yeah you you guys get the idea obviously didn't last long i was trying to uh paint a picture for you of the ups and downs but um we've seen the same ups and downs now in uh in josh dobbs the other thing is you know moving on here steve uh the and and I may have I may have missed this I may have missed this in my top ten this week but the Rams going to Arizona and Kyron Williams went off he put up 40, 40 um, PPR fantasy points two touchdowns yeah that guy's that guy's special man and uh, if you if you look at you know. If you were playing best ball with us or, or on your own, you know, he was a guy that was mostly going undrafted. You know, he was not on really anybody's radar unless you really followed him through college or if you grew up with him or whatever the case was. I mean, I saw people grabbing that exact rookie ticket auto for the single dollars, you know, four or five dollars and then uh, up to 20 and then to 30. So I think that if he keeps playing like that. Undoubtedly, that card has a lot of room to grow, but. He's going to have to uh, stay not hurt for a well, while. That was me, man. Remember, we sniped it on stream back yeah. on um, back in the, the beginning of the season. I sold it, flipped it really quick for a little bit over a double up there. And uh, now, you know, you could see the cheapest rookie ticket autos for Kyron are at 35 44 I, I, I got to see what they are for sale because I'm looking at this guy, like the run blocking for the Rams was good. And um, yeah, this guy looks like a league winner, man, because the role is incredible. He's getting a bell cow role. It's wild too. When you have two elite pass catchers, you know, it makes a lot harder to, uh, to focus on any one particular guy out there. So, I mean, all of these guys help each other as far as being productive. See if we can uh, see if we can find anything. Prestige Damn. extra points, man. Fifty dollars. Buy it yeah. now today. Wow. How much is that NT? Wow. So for twenty more bucks, you could have got the NT. Yeah, someone kind of. Yeah, it must be a big fan of him from college. I mean, college uniform, but still, LA Rams logo. $70 buy it now for the national treasures though out of 99 that that was a pretty solid buy I mean that thing's got upside where it's at right there right I agree I mean although you know Jalen Warren like we saw the bottom for those cards we were sniping those for around 30 something dollars so uh obviously with all this buy it now volume he's definitely a guy that is going up right now and the rams aren't necessarily a team that's going to be pushing for the playoffs Ooh. or anything but Ooh. i mean this guy is just a, a fantasy stud right now he's going to help people win their league this year uh look at that obsidian red the man red that's a sick blood, man. card love those 
$37 there. Yeah, 40 Base rookie ticket auto. Look at that. Interesting. So, yeah, you're seeing it here. I mean, you're tracking the progression, as we saw Andy. And when we scooped one, you know, what, a couple, two months ago, maybe, two and a half months ago for $7. And you can see them going for quite a bit more than that now. Yeah, he's, um, you know, he's another one of those second-year running backs like Jalen Warren, Jerome Ford, that we've made money on this year. Um, so, yeah, that was good. And speaking of uh, Jalen Warren. <laughs> Chad the- just bought it. <laughs> he just bought it. Goodbye, Chad. Goodbye. Nice. He found he found one that he that he just sniped. It might have been one we were scrolling past, I suppose. Let's see. Wonder if it was a uh, a base Ooh. one. There's one ending in almost seven days. Okay, so I'm on auction best match. Let's go um, buy it now. Let's just go all. I want to see what the the latest solds are for him going right now. Nice. There you go. Maybe maybe that was his right there. There's one for 32 in a buy it now that sold earlier. But look at that, man. Dang. Yeah, $18. So some people just don't know what they have. This could have been a new listing, you know. That's the beauty of saving searches on eBay, right, Steve? Because you got that saved in a search, a new one pops up. You can jump on it instantly if a guy doesn't really know what he's got. Or maybe he got that for a couple bucks, potentially. I remember back in the day when I, I picked up a lot of Marlon Mack rookie ticket autos for $5 a piece. Picked up five of them for under 30 bucks, and then sold each one of them for $20. And so maybe that's what this guy did. And so he's okay selling it at 18 19 sure. 20 you still got upside in that card because you know it's a 40 50 card uh that's right in line with what a rookie auto is for a top 10 uh top 10 running back league winner yeah i mean even after nice. he had a, a good game or two they were still under 10 bucks so imagine if you bought it preseason or if you pulled it out of a box and you know maybe they were in the dollar bin at your local card shop or something so yeah that'd be a massive up if you uh, picked it up for just a few bucks. So let's just backspace out uh, Kyron Williams and look at Jalen Warren because the Steelers, we talked about this last week, they fired their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. They had never reached 400 yards of offense under his tenure, and they do it this past week uh, against the Bengals. And I get it, the Bengals defense struggled, but what was your reaction to the Steelers' offense this past this past week? And uh, just a quick note about Jalen Warren. He had about a, a 50-50 split with Najee Harris. Uh, he's still looking really strong, uh, and they've got a very favorable matchup coming up. A guy that I was thinking that should be a good uh, trade deadline target was uh, either of these guys potentially, but especially Najee, and now that the uh, – coaching changes occurred you know they really want to focus on uh their star players a bit and you've seen both of these guys have a massive uptick in production the past few games so i think that that stays pretty consistent going forward whether or not pickett continues to uh, play a bit better that was probably his best game of the year at least statistically so uh before this past week he looked like arguably a guy that shouldn't be starting nfl games in my opinion so 
we'll see how he looks going forward. But yeah, the Warren's definitely a breakout guy with uh, the right amount of work. He's puts a, puts a lot of uh, points on the board for minimal amount of touches. And look at that, man. Right now, his rookie ticket autos are selling for 50, 45, 50, 45. We saw just, I just looked at a bunch of them. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, if you're listening, I just uh, got to gotta service the audio listeners. Um, but look at this. Back on October 1st, October 5th, these cards were going for $9, $10, all day, all day, baby. We were sniping these for five, 10 bucks. And so this same trend carried over to those national treasures. Uh, like the one I was able to pick up for just 35, you know, I, th I think it's numbered out of uh, 49 and the Steelers, man, now looking at the AFC North, looks like these Steelers might find a way to squeak into the playoffs uh, like they typically do. And that'll just give it some, uh, even some extra hype, but they've got, they've got some nice hype going right now. And we'll see who they're, where they're playing this, this uh, upcoming Week they may be on bye week. There's six teams on oh, bye week. No, they got a. That's right. They, they have a favorable matchup. So I was talking about the Rams going to Arizona, taking care of business. Kyron Williams goes off for 40 yards, uh, 40 uh, fantasy points. Now the Cardinals go to the Steelers, playing at home. Jalen Warren, Najee Harris about to go wild. Jalen Jalen Warren's about to go wild. Uh, he's he, you're kind of buying into him at at a little bit of a peak right now. Right. So it's like unless you plan on buying that, getting it graded, maybe you get a decent deal in an auction. It's kind of tough to buy into Jalen Warren right now from the data I'm seeing, Steve. There's still deals to be had for sure. And uh, if you're looking to do like a com C buy, um, if if they do anything remotely close to what you saw with Kyron Williams last week, uh, you might see a big blow up game for both running backs and potentially even that offense, which I don't say about them very often, but definitely in the run game. Man, they got they got like nothing on Com C that I would want to buy low into. Unfortunately, uh, he's one of those situations where you got to buy before it happens. But we've been talking about Jalen Warren since the beginning of the season, so uh, I feel good that you guys – have been in in the right uh, spots to capitalize on a couple of those guys. All right, Steve. Uh, now, before we get into your rankings, I want to get into your the the top ten rankings, and and we'll kind of talk about those for each of the positional categories, and then we'll get into the week thirteen slate. I want to say first of all, what's up to the chat here? Uh, appreciate this, McLeod. He's saying by far the earliest notification shows history. Appreciate that, man. We try. We try. Got Jay Kidd in the house. Moto Blonde, what's up? What's up? It's good to see you. Uh, Swamp Donkey. I haven't seen Swamp Donkey in, in a week or two. Uh, it's good to see you out there, Swamp Donkey. And we got Evan Adkins out there. Uh, he said, Jordan with a 270 passing game and easy path to the playoffs. You don't think Kenny's value goes up? Oh, he's talking about Kenny Pickett. Kenny Kenny Pickett's value is is pretty low, uh, so I mean, there's potential that he does go up. And and the other thing is, he's a first round draft pick, so they don't really move on from him if they're going to the playoffs either. That's the that's the thing I like about potentially buying Kenny Pickett. Now, does he suck? Well. I think he's had ups and down 
up and down games. And overall, yes, he has been subpar at best. Um, but he's been better than some other quarterbacks in the NFL. He's better than Desmond Ritter, I'll tell you that. Not not by much. Not at least the numbers don't say that. But yeah, I mean it's definitely bottom tier. Uh, but again, you know, I'm next to Chad. I'm one of the most critical of, of uh, Kenny Pickett, but this is by far the best game he's had this season. All right, let's look at his advanced uh, efficiency metrics. Um, a shout out to McLeod and Evan here real quick. Let's let's hide this comment from Evan and look here at his uh, passing pros. So nothing popping there. Efficiency, yeah, none of, none of this is good. None of this is good right now. Um, fancy points per drop back, air yards per attempt, adjusted yards per attempt. None of that's good. This is what I really like to look at, like a uh, true completion percentage. That's not good. That factors out throwaways and drop passes. 30th. No, yeah, 30th. Pressured completion percentage, number 21. Not Two. great. Yeah, play action. Dude, <laughs> what does that say about Jalen Warren and Najee Harris? Like, okay, you know, those are the Tells right you that they're a run-first team. team. Yeah, it's a run-first team. And when they set up the run properly, Kenny Pickett does well on play action. So they just got to keep running the ball and setting up a play action pass to George Pickens or Deontay. You know what they started doing a lot more in this game, Steve, that I noticed they started throwing the ball over the middle of the field a lot more. If you look at the next gen stats on, on where Kenny Pickett's throwing the ball and Pat Fryermuth, who we were talking about has been just so unproductive up until this point in the year and, and, str and struggled with injuries as well. He went off in this game, man. Yeah, so when you mentioned uh, throwing up the middle, that was literally the first thing I thought of. They even the games he was healthy and they just weren't targeting him. And look what really opens things up when you can utilize that part of the field and get other people open. So otherwise, they're just going to cut you apart throwing it to him up the middle every time. Yeah, man, he had an insane eleven targets that he converted for nine receptions, a hundred and twenty yards. He was the number one fantasy tight end this past week with uh, 21 fantasy points. So that that's promising. If they if they can keep that kind of uh, production going for Pat Fryermuth, that'd be good for my Pat Fryermuth collection. I've got some nice Pat Fryermuth uh, rookie autos, and I kind of like investing in these guys. Of course, if you're going to buy Kenny Pickett, it makes sense to stack him. So you buy Kenny Pickett, go ahead and buy a pass catcher because obviously one of these guys are going to go up. And not only that, obviously, if Kenny Pickett's going off, that means that Jalen Warren or Najee Harris went off. So, you know, you probably are best. And I think it's always optimal to just invest in the entire offense. Like if you're going to buy the quarterback, yeah, I mean, if the quarterback's going off, one of the wide receivers or the running backs or sometimes both, like in the Steelers' case, are going off as well or going off as precursors to the quarterback going off, especially in the Steelers' situation. So I think it's optimal. Yeah, and, you know, we, we talked about this just about every year, and I think we'll keep talking about it, and that's something that I was always big into, the tight end position, and – you know, we talked about how it's evolving, becoming more and more part of the offense for more and more parts of the league. And you're seeing that every week. You're seeing that every season. You know, you don't just have one guy at the top and then everyone kind of falls below him. You've got a couple guys really close to the top and then you've got a couple guys kind of close to that. And, you know, you've maybe got like six to eight viable guys you can start every week, which is almost one per team. 
used to be maybe two or three, and then there was a massive cliff after that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it got some some nice um, talent diversification, some nice target diversification spread spread around, and ma massive fan base, massive market in Pittsburgh. Uh, we got Chad Gill in the house, uh, our brother from No Off Season, Doctor Crack Chad in the house. All over those those um, rookie ticket autos for Kyron Williams, love it. Oh, there's our other, there's our other Chad, our other favorite Chad, Chad Dyer. What's up, my dog? Let's see what else we got. It. Now we got Kenny Pickett in the chat. <laughs> Kenny, come on, Kenny. I know you can afford a super chat, my man. I know you got that big <laughs> contract, brother. Let's see. Um, all right. So, with big pockets, right? Yeah. 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 You can't put all that. You can't fit that whole rookie contract in the, in those little hands, man. You can send some this way. Right. All right. All right, Steve. So hit us with your rankings time, my brother. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we're, we're already talking QBs, so we may as well start there. Uh, the man at the top of the heap by a, by a pretty much mile at this point, Josh Allen. Josh Allen ahead by 60, uh, 55 points compared to Jalen Hurts at two. Dak, three. Sam Howell, four. Herbert, five. Stroud, six. Who would have thunk it? Seven is Mahomes, eight, Lamar, nine, Tua, and 10, Jared Goff. My man. You know, it, man, I feel bad for Josh Allen because he tries to put his this team on his back every week as you look at all these top five weekly finishes here for Josh Allen and the defense just stinks, man, the defense stinks. And it looks like they, they might miss the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're on their way of burning out yet another year and poor Josh Allen is just going to have to Superman it. If they want any chance of winning games. Are they going to ever uh, activate Lenny or what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he, if he would, um, really get a whole lot of work just because Josh Allen's got to be Superman, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, talk about being that great and that mediocre at the same time. It's almost like an oxymoron. Are you, are you concerned about Jared Goff's fumbling issues right now? Mm, um, I, I'll be honest. I didn't get to see the whole game. I just saw a few highlights and two of the three that I saw, he got hit from behind with it with his hand drawn back so i'm not really that worried about it honestly okay all right still think the i mean the, the packers are on a on a tear right now man as you can see jordan love peeking his head here at number yeah. 12 and that jordan jordan love man he throws a mean fastball dude that guy's got some zip on the ball dude some of those throws that jordan love made in that game and he's he's a uh a tactical scrambler so you know like jordan loves a gamer dude he's kind of Making his way back, I've seen his card values go up quite a bit in the last few weeks, and um, they're making a, a nice push here late in the season. I, I did I did notice um, one thing for the Lions: the offensive line wasn't protecting Goff. Rashawn no. Gary for the Packers ate Goff up; and he got no protection. Yeah, I feel like if you don't protect Goff, he's going to make mistakes and he's not going to execute well. 
Well, two weeks in a row, if you look at uh, the line play, it's been pretty bad. Now, I don't think they're actually injured or any, there's any major injuries there, but um, there's definitely something going on where they're having issues protecting them. And that's actually his best year, career year, as far as playing under pressure. But uh, you can only do so much when you're getting hit in the backfield, especially with your blind side being hit. So um, I, I did mention last week when you asked about picking that game, I didn't have strong feelings about Detroit. Uh, because how good Green Bay's been playing. So uh, we got a lot to uh, see still going forward. But, man, you got to be a little bit worried about Green Bay if you're a Detroit fan and uh, the momentum they have. Yeah, and one name that I'm surprised we don't see on here is Trevor Lawrence. I know he's got to be close. Okay, there he's there he is at number 15. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence's values have gone down a lot since the beginning of the season. And yet Jacksonville is still in first place in the AFC South, although it's close with the Texans. That was a very close game between uh, them and Jacksonville. And then the Colts are kind of right there behind them as well. So um, it's like Trevor Lawrence. Do you, do you think that his values go back up? I mean, do you think this team is a, is a playoff team? you think they're going to make it deep at all? Or do you think C.J. Stroud and the Texans might squeak in there? Um, you know, they, I will say that I've been very critical of Lawrence this year and actually his best two games that I've seen him play were the, the past two weeks. So, uh, this is going to be probably a shootout type game this week. And, uh, I think it's going to really test because the run game has kind of floundered lately. So I think it's going to be more on his back. And as long as, uh, the receiving game keeps falling off, they have four really good receivers on that team. I think that he can keep producing. Yeah. It's interesting because I look at Josh Allen, like great in fantasy, bad for cards right now because his prices are still high. They're higher than Lamar, but it's like if you're in cards, you're looking at Lamar, Jalen Hurts, maybe C.J. Stroud, but Dak Prescott, you're looking at obviously Pat Mahomes, you're looking at Tua, Brock Purdy as, as these quarterbacks that are going to the playoffs, and they're all guys that are either – holding strong in the card market or going up a little bit here and there. Obviously, Pat Mahomes, when you got a $3,000, $4,000 base prism rookie PSA 10, there's hard for you to go up from there. Um, so that's what we kind of see with Pat Mahomes' market. But you look at these other guys, um, they're holding pretty strong. There's definitely, obviously, some of them we've talked about, like, like Tua, like Dak Prescott that have price value upside into cards right now. Maybe even Lamar Jackson, if you're comparing to Josh Allen. Obviously, Jalen Hurts, we talked about, has price upside into cards. Brock Purdy has gone up, back up a lot. So, you know, a guy, that, of, a guy that I think you haven't mentioned yet that I think is a good buy right now is Herbert because um, you look at how well he's played lately, and yet a team – might be letting him down. They haven't been playing that great um, as a whole, but his cards are lower than Burroughs, which they haven't been for a long time. And in some cases, lower than Hertz even, and maybe even closer to par with just above being just above Tua's market. So I've seen like based optics going for lower than I've ever seen him. I've seen tens of his optic going for lower than I've ever seen it. So if he's a guy that you're interested in long-term, this is a good time for that. Mm, some great analysis, man. And I see uh, Chad is backing up our, our call on Tua. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic buy right now. 
Um, let's see. We got Jim B's, man. Jim B's is a recent uh, Football Card Quest premium member, and it looks like he's fairly new to the hobby. He said Chad was this guy in Discord. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Chad is always in Discord and is, is helping people. Uh, he'll shoot it to you straight, Jim B's. It looks like you guys learned about Mosaic soft back soft corners that's that stinks but it looks like you um looks like you learned a good lesson there chad dyer saying buy teddy bridgewater i gotta disagree man yeah teddy teddy's the backup for who now well there's there's two reasons it's he's the backup for the lions there's there's two reasons i would say not to because golf hasn't played bad enough to lose his job that's just not gonna happen yeah he's been solid for the lions the other reason is, is uh, you know, Hendon Hooker is uh, close to coming back from the uh, the inactive list. So I, would, I wouldn't be humping on the Tutty train yet, unless you're getting them for, like, pennies on the dollar. Mm. Oren, our man Oren. Uh, critical, critical intel here. Texans right tackle Titus Howard lost for the season today. Tackle play for the Texans. Oof. I'll say, uh, you know, the the Texans don't have much of a run game, Steve. Between Damian Pierce being banged up, the run blocking efficiency hasn't been good. Uh, Devin Singletary has had more. I think he's had more production in the passing game than he has a running game. But um, CJ Stroud, <laughs> CJ Stroud looks like the best rusher on that team. Devin Singletary has had a career resurgence, man. If you look at his numbers, let me see if I can pull something up. Oh, is, are we going to the running? Are we going to running back rankings? Oh, uh, we can. Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me pull his numbers up here. Got our man Late Stick in the house. Singletary. There we go. All right, running back rankings. All right, what did he do recently? So, all right. He didn't do jack squat against Jacksonville last week, but he did have 54 receiving yards on six catches. But, Andy, the two weeks prior, 150 rushing and a touchdown and 112 and a touchdown. That's that's pretty decent. I mean, yeah, that was – There he is. Yeah, he's had two of the past three weeks have been – look at that, top, top five. Yeah. Top five. So, not bad. Is that help from I mean, a when, uh, great QB passing game? Just airing the ball out downfield, there's definitely gonna it's gonna open up the the run game a little bit. So you wanna you wanna hit us with your top ten? Yeah, let's take a look at the got it top up. running backs right now. All players. All right, so I think no mystery there. McCaffrey uh, is at the top of the list. Uh, number two, Raheem Mostert. I mean, who would have thought at the beginning of the year? That'd be a guy we'd be talking about starting every single week. Uh, we've got the ETN Jr. at three. One of my favorites, Andy, Brian Robinson, four. Jacobs, five. Derrick Henry, six. Gus Edwards, seven. Kyron Williams, eight. And when you think about how many weeks he's missed, that's an impressive feat. Uh, Bijan moving up the list to nine. And DeAndre Swift at ten. Andy, I got to at least throw one more name at you. Uh, Rashad White at 11. He's quickly coming up too. Interesting, interesting, and and in fact, PFF has got him at number eight, and his role has just been solid, man. And he's just been steady, steadily 
plugging along. He's had that nice number one week there. Um, but, you know, I noticed that Antonio Gibson was back this week and vultured quite a few carries away from Brian Robinson. Uh, he's one of those guys, man, I just can't I can't get in on But Although I think he's probably a fine card play right now. He's probably super cheap if you wanted to, to buy in. But um, well, you know what it was, Andy, is I, I have him in a few leagues. And if I had other options, he was not a start against the Cowboys. First of all, they're stingy against the run. And you just had to know that the game was going to get out of hand, you know, leading to a lot more passing. So uh, I would I would if you look at his sheet across the board, that was his worst fantasy week the entire year. But this is why, this is why, guys, if you are in, whether you're in cards or you're, you're playing fantasy, most probably most cases you guys are doing both, right? This is why you don't typically invest in running backs in the first and second round. The only guy up here that you were getting in the first round is Christian McCaffrey. You know, that was, that was the no-brainer guy. Christian McCaffrey is like, you know, at this point, he's, he's borderline generational. If he would have never got injured with the Panthers and now he's on the Niners. He's been rock solid. I mean, this guy is, um, he's smoking, man. But other than that, like Bijan, maybe Bijan, you had to, you had to pay second round value for, but you could have got ETN in what fourth, fifth round, like maybe third to fifth round, something like that. Most are, you were getting in double digit rounds. Like people were drafting yeah. a chain and- through 13, man. Jeff Wilson ahead of him. And he's like this year's David Montgomery uh, or not David Montgomery, Jamal Williams with all the touchdowns. He's at 13 touchdowns already. And we've seen his rookie ticket autos climbing to close to a hundred dollars because he's got very few. And those started the season at the same $10 level. He's got very few rookie cards. Your guy, Josh Jacobs. I thought you were going to say your guy is Josh Jacobs because. I like, well, you know, that was my, my main guy last year, but I know that, we had conflicting opinions on Brian Robinson. And since I know you don't like him, I had to throw an extra guy in there for him. Yeah. And Josh and Josh Jacobs was uh was a fifth round running back this past year. He fell all yeah. the way back down and he's surging now. And they just don't have enough talent on this team. You know, Aiden O'Connell's okay. He was fine. Um, Devontae Adams, though, he actually wasn't all that great this past week. And I'm curious to see where we're at on wide receiver rankings. But um, I think they're just going to keep just keep pounding it with Josh Jacobs there under this new coaching. You're seeing a totally transformed Raiders offense. And it's like the season's pretty much done for them anyways. So I think they're going to continue just to pound Josh Jacobs. And you're finally starting to see Bijan get this massive role. Brian Robinson is the only guy that I'm a little like, huh? But uh, because they're always in negative game script. They're always behind because they have the worst defense in the league. They fired their defensive coordinator this this week. Uh, what was his name? I can't even remember his name. He was so bad. But it, I think he needed to go for a while, obviously. And um, so maybe that'll help him out a little bit. But, I mean, they're toast. Their season's done. Um, so they're just kind of seeing what they've got in, in all the players they have. And I wouldn't be surprised if Ron Rivera got fired too. But I, I doubt it. I doubt they fire him. Maybe. But. But yeah, I mean that I, you made a great point, and uh, you don't always get value in what round you take a guy in. You know, these are hypothetical positions. Uh, in the running back position, I think the, every position is volatile, but running back especially, 
Um, you're seeing guys, like you said, that were very late picks that are literally second. Mostert was a round 10 or beyond pick for most people. And uh, Rashad White was an 8th to 11th round. Swift was in that same range. Cook uh, was actually going way earlier because people thought he was going to be a bell cow back. Uh, but that just goes to show you, like, you got to use a little bit of discernment and not always just read into the uh, the preseason rankings. Yeah, and, and with the with the card market, with these auctions ending every single week, I'm looking at uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously, playoff bound. Uh, I, I'm not buying in because they're so high. Most are it's the same thing, playoff bound. But, like, man, he's got so few cards. It's so They're so high. Like, maybe I could find a Raheem Mostert rookie ticket auto at, like, a card show or garage sale and somebody doesn't know what they have, <laughs> yeah. you know, but you're not getting a deal on eBay or com C of them right now. ETN's interesting because 2021 ton of supply playoff team. You could probably find something color match PSA 10 in there kind of grade chase that 2021 product because of the, the such the low hit rates. And uh, he's, he's super interesting to me still um and then like jacobs it's like yeah you can buy low it's a great time to buy low for next year uh next thing next same same thing with brian robinson if you want Bijan, he's interesting because he's gone down a lot from the when the season started when he was this hyped up hotshot rookie and and now he's kind of bouncing back and right now the atlanta falcons are first place in the nfc south <laughs> they're first place in the nfc south steve making a run for the playoffs here. The the uh, Bucks are still in the hunt, and we've got the layup matchup this weekend against the Panthers. And, in fact, man, I'll be at that game. I, I'm, I'm pumped up. Ooh, all right. I'll be at that game. I'm taking my daughter to the game. It's the first Bucks game she's ever going to. Very nice. Try, I tried to set it up. She said she was going to root for the Panthers, and I said, well, you're, you're – <laughs> like not many people are going to be rooting for the Panthers. <laughs> They're one in ten, sweetie. <laughs> Stay home today. I I, ha- I know Laystick's a uh, a Gibson guy, so he's a little bit uh, getting salty of me talking about Robinson. But I had to correct some erroneous reporting there. Uh, he's averaging four yards a carry, Andy, and he has three hundred and twenty six receiving yards on the season. So he is not that one dimensional guy that people perceive him to be. But now Antonio Gibson's healthy. I think he's going to fizzle out into the end of the season. Uh, no, because even when Gibson was healthy, they've still been using him as a receiver too. So okay. I feel good about it. I mean, we we talked about it earlier in the year. He's pretty, he's probably on pace for close to 300 touches, Andy. Okay. He's, at, uh, he's at around 185 right now. This, this is the guy coming back from injury that I want right here. Devon A-Chain, man, for the Miami Dolphins. Get me a slice of that Miami Dolphins on the low. And he started to come back last week, right? Or no, he started to come back. It was uh, week 11 and then had to leave uh, like a quarter way through that game. Then missed last week. And now he's scheduled to come back again. And he's a guy that you just don't want to be late on. You know, it's like DeAndre Swift. Back in the the early days of his Lions career, you just didn't want to be late on buying him, starting him. You want to get him while he's cheap because when these guys go off, they go off big. I mean, look at those finishes right there in weeks three, four, and five. I mean, he just absolutely smashed. The card values went nuclear. And we've got the playoffs coming up, folks. You know, um, 
I saw some people in the Discord flipping those green mosaics when they came out for a pretty penny, and I've, I've seen them go for like just a few bucks recently. So, you know, there's definitely some upside there, but you know, the, the guy just has to be healthy. And uh, he, I'm pretty confident that he'll produce when he is, but we have seen running backs that are explosive like that come into the league and just never be healthy. So hopefully that's not the case with him, but um, he does have an uphill battle going forward. And I sniped that um, that gold. Remember, I sniped that gold disco Zach Charbonnet last week on the stream, and uh, hoping he would he would do something. He didn't pan out for me on Thanksgiving night. Uh, the Seahawks team is all banged up across the board. I think you got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Geno Smith, all banged up. Kenneth Walker banged up. So. I guess I shouldn't expect a whole lot from Zach Charbonnet. Their defense is also getting, getting torched on the ground. Uh, Christian McCaffrey just had a, had a field day, sets up easy passes for uh, Brock Purdy, did his thing. You know, um, uh, there, there's there's some, these are kind of interesting right here. These colored ones that that there's aren't a, numbered. The green one is a little bit further down on the right. What's how much is it on ComC? Eight. Okay. I mean, was that selling for like stupid money, like 20, 30 bucks at one point? Do you think do you think green or or blue will sell better for the um probably for the green. dolphins? Yeah, it looks like so. That's what one thing I like about COMC. Like you click on that little that little chart and you see no sold history for the reactive blue, but then you click on the green and you see four sales. Um, and it'll show you up to 885 and that was just a month ago. So that's like, okay, uh, there you go. I mean, that one, uh, well, one of them disappeared. I think someone is in the stream with oh, us right now. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> I go ahead and I, I should go ahead and buy this one now. I can <laughs> like I'm racing, it. racing you guys to snipe them. Cause that other one was on sale and it disappeared. Yeah, so I, I mean, so I got it. I think it's because these show up on eBay too. It's important to then go over on eBay and see like what what the the peak for them was at. So if you go 2023 mosaic Devon A chain, because they have such an easy matchup. You know they get the Commanders this week, and then they get the Titans <laughs> the week after. I mean, this is like the, the easiest bless you matchups in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's playing this week. Did they say officially or not? Or? I saw I saw a uh, Twitter update that it looks like he's trending towards playing. Let's have a gander here. Uh, uh, uh. Well, there's an eBay one, a uh, couple dollars, but that was the lowest on Wednesday. So let's go to the highest. Uh, green swirls. Yeah, if you're coming back, uh, Commanders is a thank you, everyone who said bless you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> against uh, the Commanders, that is a good spot to be. Yeah, see, there it is, thirty bucks. Yeah, that was when he broke out the, the, those weeks three, four, and five, thirty-one dollars. So you know, you buying it at ten bucks. Yeah, it's easy, easy, man. I I want to throw since we're talking running backs, man. I love this back and forth. Lightstick saying that 4.0 is below the league average, which I agree. Uh, but 
for those of you that are statistician uh, statisticians or your stat fanatics like myself the uh yards per carry is a very misleading stat given there are different roles at the running back position andy a goal line or short yardage runner is typically going to be affected the most by a yards per carry stat because they're used in short yardage situations so little stat statoid there for you yeah yeah and, and it could be affected by sample size right i mean a guy that's only taken fit you know 50 carries for a couple hundred yards he's going to have a really high efficiency rating compared to the yeah. guy that's taken the 400 carries right you know i mean if you have a third and one and they bring you in to run the ball what what is the defense going to do they're going to stack the box on oh, you. Stack, yeah 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 or, or if you uh or if you're on the one and it's goal to go and you score what was your maximum yardage achieved per that carry one yard right so that's why i love uh playerprofiler.com no affiliation just love th that i can see those statistics on how often the they they faced uh loaded boxes you know what what does their true efficiency actually look like you know and the usage and how often is the team uh running the ball etc cetera, etc cetera. All right, Steve, I'm ready for you to hit me with uh, wide receiver rankings. I got them right here for you. Uh, I think number one is obvious for most people who have been watching football this year, Tyreek Hill. He's the clear winner by about 30 points at the moment. Um, and then two, Keenan Allen, one of my faves of all time. I think that this is going to be the best case he makes for himself to make the Hall of Fame at this point. His values have gone up too. Card values have have gone up uh, despite the the losing record of the Chargers. Yeah, just ever reliable, and he, he proved he's not just a possession style receiver. He's made some amazing catches. He's great in the red zone. There's just nothing the guy can't do. Uh, Ceedee Lamb officially calling people out. He's on his way up to the top, which I love to see. Diggs at four. AJ Brown at five. He's come down quite a bit. Mike Evans, Andy, number six. Love to see it. Let's Love go. It. DJ Moore at seven. You know, you'd think that with how bad the Bears' pass offense would be, that's just a testament to how good this guy is. Uh, Amon Raz at eight, Jamar at nine, Tank Dell at 10, and then some honorable mentions uh, Puka Nakua, Brandon Ayuk tied at 11. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you to Kenny Pickett is hot garbage for the five dollar uh, super chat, sharing that rookie bonus with the quest. We appreciate that, Kenny. You the man. I don't care what um, what some of the, some some commenters say on YouTube about you, brother. <laughs> You're okay in my book, and and you got a good run game. You just keep you just keep running those play action plays. Don't let don't let them run anything different. Late, yeah, Mike, late Mike, I, picked, you... I picked up something uh, for myself here. I know Late Stick and Andy, you'll both love this. It's, what uh, do we got? What do we got? It's a uh, out of 99 Brian Robinson uh, graded card that I picked up in auction this week. So, oh, hey, we're going back like to the guy. I just got to like the guy. Okay. Yep. 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 I hear you. I hear you. I got enough Antonio Gibson in the in the box over here to uh, to to hold me over. It, he he'll says have, he'll I have do a not late career resurgence, but just probably not with that team. I'm sure. 
Put him on the Chiefs or something. Yeah, it's wild that that uh, DJ Moore is still up here in the top 10. I think AJ Brown bounces back. He's an interesting snipe target right now in auctions. Some polarizing differences between Titans uniforms on his rookie cards, though, and Eagles uniforms where he's at now. Uh, but still, obviously, that rookie market is liquid. And then Diggs, obviously, Diggs has dipped. Look at these rough, rough weeks that he's had recently. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is on fire, man. I think it's only a matter of time, especially as a playoff run approaches, for CeeDee Lamb's base-graded market to heat up. That's the one market for CeeDee Lamb that I've been waiting for. I've been watching it almost every week. Like, man, when is this market going to catch up with his rookie auto market? Because his rookie auto market's all, you know, $150 for a base rookie ticket auto kind of thing, you know, and it's like, man, when is his base graded market going to catch up? I, it looks like it's it's starting to go up. You know, it's starting to go up here, Steve, as you can see, in, uh, almost 20% increase in the Optic Hollow PSA 10, 26% increase in the Prism base PSA 10. Uh, still much lower than Justin Jefferson, though, and that's kind of what I'm I'm basing this, this 2020 class off of yeah you know it's usually when the higher end stuff starts to get too pricey for most people that you'll see the base uh stuff and mid-range stuff start to really go up so going back to their bye week andy right right actually right before their bye week i said that i actually sent you a bunch of links before stream and said that cd that was the guy we should be looking at going forward because you know that offense was not doing a lot but not because they weren't capable but because the defense had carried the team up to that point and uh, now you're seeing things kind of normalize a bit yeah what are the what are the defensive player of the year odds for deron bland deron bland and and somebody commented on our um live stream last week because i said there's no way he gets another pick six right and then sure enough on thanksgiving he gets another pick six. Un unreal, man. Unreal. Of course, it was a smash matchup against Late Sticks, uh, beloved commanders. But um, yeah, man, Deron Bland with another another pick six. And look at this banger that uh, just sold two days ago in auction. Deron Bland, premier level gold, serial numbered out of 10, PSA 10, $1,500. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane to me. Uh, Especially when his one of one NFL shield win for sold for 350. Now, I, I guess granted that was before the fifth pick six set in NFL history. Um, you know, uh, can he do it again? Can he? I'm, I'm not even going to say there's no way he gets number six because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. Chad said Jamar Chase uh, cards are down, which they are, and Burroughs are down, and uh, T. Yeah. Higgins naturally are, are down too. But uh, for a good reason, uh, all three of those guys are a good buy at the moment, and they should be continuing until the offseason. Uh, obviously, those are all guys I highly anticipate going back to normalcy or even well above that as, as uh, since he is a season-to-season -season playoff contender. But, uh, you know, you might see T. Higgins in a new uniform. And I know I talk a lot about teams like KC and needing a receiver, but uh, if they can find the money to do it, they could use a guy like T. Higgins. I mean, they have no receiver consistency. And it, 
they're just doubling up Kelsey. They just can't get anything going. Um, I'm looking at these Duran Bland sales like, good Lord, the the, the base mos, uh, mosaic gold. I say base. I mean, it's just because it's not in a slab, but the raw mosaic gold disco sold for $500. New record holder. <laughs> yeah, they put new record holder in the title. That's what kind of caught my eyes there, Steve. And I was like, I wonder what uh, the gold mo. What was it? That? that was that was from Select. Yeah, okay. Um, select Duran Band. Select gold out of ten. I wonder if they have what the lowest. Like, if there was some preview, are these just coming out of the woodworks? Oh, Lord. Beginning of the season, someone bought this card for forty dollars <laughs> and then graded it and and, and for another thirty dollars tops, maybe cheaper if they had it in a bulk submission, and then oh, sold it no. for fifteen hundred. Shout out to that guy. Talk the another no, but the but the market's at four-year lows, Steve. There's no money to be made in cards. Look at this. This is the disco that just sold for five hundred. Someone, someone bought it September 9th in a buy it now of all of all listings uh, for forty, 40 bucks, bucks and, and now sold it for five hundred. Forty bucks and forty bucks. So, I wonder if it was the same guy that bought both. Maybe bought the and first guy, one. Was like, hey, I bet I can. Oh my goodness, is that forty bucks too? It's the yeah. same guy. It's got what are the odds that all three got purchased for the exact same price? 40, and look, 40. the fourth one down is probably 40 bucks. He scooped them. Oh, the bottle opener die cut 35. 35. Okay. I mean, the card was transacting. People are like pulling this out of 2022 select. Like, uh, he plays for the Cowboys. That's cool. I got 50 bucks for it, you know. Um, but uh, now he's an NFL record holder and he's on fire. Plays for the Cowboys, man. You got to remember that that um, that uh, Cowboys bonus. I will say this: I'm all about defensive players, so I like to see stuff like this. But um, when you're talking about fifteen hundred, let's not forget Andy Trayvon Diggs, and we saw the same thing with him. And you can you know you can get his Prism autos for I don't know twenty thirty bucks now when they were going for like one hundred and twenty five hundred and fifty bucks plus before. Hmm. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Let's say what's up to cards and collectibles. Um, Ryan Haslip. Ryan, what's good, man? Uh, man, Ryan from Rhino Rips. All right, Steve, hit me with your tight end rankings. Tight end rankings are here. Uh, we've got the man, TJ Hawkinson, at the top of the mound with Kelsey trailing just behind, Kittle at three, uh, Mark Andrews uh, now on injured reserve at four, Laporta at five, basically actually with the exact same amount of points as Andrews, Komet just behind, Taysom Hill, Dalton Schultz, Jake Ferguson, Najoku, and then I'll even throw in two more, Kincaid and McBride. Uh, which bodes pretty well considering that uh, McBride, uh, Kincaid, and let me see, there's at least one other guy that hasn't started the whole year. So 
Laporta. Uh, so there's some other guys to look at in there. Man, it really is like I feel like some of these guys haven't done anything in weeks. I guess Laporta had a good week this past week, but he had a couple uh, quiet weeks. But like you, you got Cole Komet. I mean, he's still up there. He's kind of buoyed by two really good weeks. The uh, Dalton Kincaid is kind of quiet, quieted down the past week or so. Uh, what's what's his name was really impressive this past week for the Ravens. Isaiah Likely. I, I know he's not going to be as good as Mark Andrews, who is at the number four spot, but I, I think Isaiah Likely can creep his way into this. I took a note here that Isaiah Likely led the team in receiving, and um, the fact that he balled out at Coastal Carolina in his senior year there, he had 12 touchdowns over 900 yards in his final year at Coastal Carolina. And he was like a preseason wonder that that we all loved uh, back when he was a rookie last year. So um, that he's he's on my radar right now. Isaiah likely is super interesting. I, I think he's really good. Yeah, he had a big pop um, on his cards last year, and then when he got relegated to the backup again, they, they took a massive, massive dive. But. You know, as far as like a real life tight end, uh, maybe not the best, but as far as a tight end, receiving tight end for fantasy purposes, uh, clearly has some really high potential for scoring uh, and getting a lot of yards. So, yeah, I 100 percent agree. And there's just some guys like we talked about Friar Muth earlier. And just because those guys aren't on that top 10 list right now, uh, those are just season totals that doesn't necessarily reflect the trend as of late and where we would envision them finishing the season. Yeah, man. Check this out, dude. He he's getting, he's running routes almost all the time when he's on the field. So he's got almost a 75% snap share, which is fantastic for a tight end. He's sucking up all that Mark Andrews love and he converted into four for 40 this past week, six targets. That's great, man. Um, I'm super interested in Isaiah Likely because of the uh, playoff, the playoff run for the Ravens. I mean, s s some of these guys are going to hit, you know. You got Flowers, Odell Beckham, trying to get Rashad Bateman back in the in the fold. Keaton Mitchell has busted onto the scene as an absolute stud. This guy was got the starting job over Gus Edwards, and Gus Edwards has been playing pretty good. And they decided to give Keaton Mitchell the rookie the start, but Keaton Mitchell is juiced up, man. He's a stud. Yeah, you got. Do you have his uh, numbers pulled up? I'd be curious to see because I've seen some pretty polarizing uh, games out of him where there's just not a lot of production, and then I've also seen, you know, the the flip side where he just absolutely goes wild. So look. He's a rookie that runs a 4-3-7. That's all you need to know, Steve. And look at that efficiency in college. He's young. He's got few rookie cards. I mean, that that's it, brother. So right now, obviously, because of the small sample size, only on 29 rush attempts, he's got 9.3 yards per carry. So you got a little bit of a small sample size there. But uh, like I said, he start. I made a note here. That Keaton Mitchell started the game 
over Gus Edwards. And that's the, that change happened with Gus playing well. So I think Keaton's going to be a big part of this offense moving forward. And with the playoffs coming up uh, and him being a rookie, I like Isaiah Likely. I like Keaton Mitchell. Yeah, I'm going to need this. I think he's got a lot of upside, but I'm, I'm going to need to see more than, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten touches, you know, to, to believe in the long haul that, that there's something going on there. I'm also going to need to see more cards from him because he just doesn't have any cards. <laughs> he doesn't have any cards. People are buying base score. Like, he is a reason why you would maybe pick up a box of score from your Walmart or Target right now trying to trying to get a Keaton Mitchell because he's got some autos in there. Uh, I've seen the autos. Those were going for a pretty crazy price because at least you get the, the, the Ravens logo, Prism draft picks. Hopefully he gets printed in base donors. That would be nice. He's undrafted, so it's unlikely. He's probably going to be in contenders and have a rookie ticket auto, maybe like some uh, random tier of select, like the field level only, something like some kind of Isaiah Pacheco type of type of thing. There's the the um, the autos man going for. Um, they sold out at five days ago for twenty two. I'd buy a score rookie auto Keaton Mitchell for 22 bucks right now because that thing's got a rookie card low shield on it, rookie card logo, Ravens logo, and a rookie auto. What more do you need? I know it's base paper. It's a cheap card, but, um, you know, he's not going to be printed in Donruss. He's not going to be in that checklist. I can almost guarantee you. May maybe there's a slim chance if you guys know out there you studied the checklist for 2023 Donruss that's being released in just a couple days. If Keaton is um, on there, let's see. Well, you know, I'll be in contenders eventually. Yeah, he'll be in contenders eventually, but I'm looking to flip him heading into the playoffs. 2023. 5 9 Okay. I mean, not, not the biggest guy, but... See I if think, we can find it. Yeah, I mean it's it's obvious that they're gonna use Gus at the goal line. He's he's just been scoring. He's just been scoring nonstop. So uh this design is, is there, you could do a word finder for Keaton. Man, yeah, maybe. Nah. Nothing. Sometimes yeah, the 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 uh, the player checklist. There it is, the base set checklist. So they do they do have it on here, and yeah, I should be able to do because I like for example, I could I could type in Jordan right, and I could find the, all the Jordans in the set, uh, you know, all the different Jordans, and you could just kind of go down the list. So yeah, unfortunately, he's not in this set. Uh, so there's nothing that's going to stop you from the nothing that should stop you from buying even Deuce Vaughn's in the set, but there's nothing that should stop you from buying his scorecards because that's going to be it. And for a little while. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely a high upside player, but uh, it sounds like I'm not the only one chat saying that uh, they're not liking his size and durability, but uh, Chad's comparing him to uh, Zeke and Pollard's last year. I could see that. 
I mean, I, w- I didn't like uh, Devon A-Chain's size and durability either, but he's coming back, and he's got that single-game upside. We've already seen Keaton Mitchell do it. I mean, he melted faces a couple weeks ago. He looks solid again this past week. The role is also increasing for him, so clearly the team, the coaches like him. Uh, he, he's a undrafted free rookie out to prove himself. And he's taken full advantage of it. I could see him having monster game here. I mean, he when he gets the ball from a handoff, he looks like he's coming out of shooting out of a rocket, dude. Uh, shooting out of a cannon. Um, so I like this combination of things that he's got going. And the fact that people may undervalue the score product, I'd rather have the score over the Prism draft picks because it doesn't have anything to do with Ravens on there. Um, or and it doesn't have that RC shield, so I'd rather like target these rookie autos from score for like twenty or under. Uh, I think that's an interesting, interesting flip opportunity. It's a bit of a gamble. It's a bit of a gamble, but I can see. Yeah. I can see the upside. The origins oh. too. I like the origins here from Chronicles draft picks because they have that. RC shield as well. I don't think you should be dropping 50 bucks on it, but uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. If you can find one, you know, off the grid, not on eBay, that's probably going to be your best shot for finding a deal um, on him. Cause there's just a lot of people that like us see the home run upside, but um, yeah, if you can snag some of those at like a local card shop, like Andy always says the garage sale or, Maybe maybe a show. Somebody has him in a dollar bin. Very possible. Um, then that would make for a good flip opportunity if he does continue his upward trajectory. Before we get into uh, next week's or this week's games, Andy, I should say, uh, were there any matchups from last week that uh, surprised you? So I know that you were watching intently as Minshew eviscerated the Bucks last week um, and – I know that had to be bittersweet for you because on one hand, that's like your underdog hero and Gardner Minshew. And then on the other hand, your home team uh, is taking the L. So bittersweet, I'm sure. But um, if anything, like looks good for Minshew, who's, you know, filled in admirably in in, uh, in the absence. So. Yeah, no, I was surprised, uh, obviously, uh, just you know obviously room for my team but um it, it's interesting to see how consolidated the targets that are are there like it's all michael Pittman, josh downs um so it's, it's good to see for that guys the buccaneers secondary is bad uh it's pretty bad man um but no i was i mean i was surprised by the packers beating the lions wasn't surprised the cowboys winning the 49ers i was hoping the seahawks would put up a little bit better fight but seahawks uh, i mean the 49ers just uh dominated their dolphins we we all knew that was coming so that was no yeah. surprise <laughs> the falcons beating the saints that was a close one that was that was a good really uh fun game to watch and follow on tv the steelers the saints defense going forward andy i think is going to be heavily compromised without their top corner uh, and Southern. Cam Jordan got hurt. Cam Cam Jordan got hurt as well. Yeah, so I think, I think that, the Steelers are the Saints are going to be uh, heavily compromised moving forward. Yeah, I, I would attack. 
Yeah, their defense was startable for a while. I think it's not anymore for fantasy purposes. The Steelers, I expected them. I expected them to win now that you know Joe Burrow's out, Jake Browning's in. Uh, the J- Jags and Texans was a close game. Enjoyed that one. The the Giants <laughs> Giants Patriots. I mean, oh man, wh- what can you say, man? What can that, you say? That was just terrible, man. That. Yeah, I, I think we kind of expected that to be the most unwatchable game of the week, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah, so I mean, the the one that um, I guess impressed me the most was the Rams putting up thirty seven points over the Cardinals, and the Broncos getting their fifth win in a row now, and this time over the Browns defense, and they put up twenty nine points, and and Russell Wilson only threw for like a hundred and thirty seven yards in this game. So the Broncos are rolling right now, bro. Rolling. You know, and the Browns are seemingly a team that overachieved with uh, with what they've got. You know, they they are outstanding on defense as far as yards allowed go. But uh, in all fairness, that offense is nothing special. So if they can't score on the opportunities they have, you know, if the defense allows any amount of points at all, that game is going to be very hard to win. It's like the it's like watching the old Bears when they had a really good defense. Yeah, it sure is. All right, um, now before we hop into the the week thirteen uh, slate, we'll do a quick overview and pick some of our favorite matchups to uh, make some parlay bets on. Two things, guys. Two things. Shout out to nooffseason.com, part of the nooffseason.com sports card network. Make sure you guys check out Sports Card Strategy Show. Uh, our man Chad Gill is part of that show. Make sure you check out them, Cards and Hoop. If you're looking for any uh, intel on sports other than football, that's where you want to go. Uh, and then number two, Underdog Fantasy. Promo code QUEST gets you a 100% instant deposit bonus right now. And best ball is not over, guys. They've still got best ball drafts going on. They've got weekly drafts. They've got drafts for the playoffs going down. We got we to gotta do a uh, a playoff draft, one of these, pro- probably pretty soon, I imagine, if we want to. Yeah, no, I would like to. I, I would like to. I think uh, you know, this is the most involved I've, I've been with best ball and, and on underdog in general this year. I mean, I was doing multiple a night in the preseason, but I, I would like to do more during the year next year and experience some more of like their ongoing and weekly matchup type contest. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like, um, we, we might, we might, we might set you, uh, let you loose on your own, man. Like let you loose to run a show. Maybe you get, maybe we find a co-host for you, you know, a second show, right? Cause we obviously, our strap for time on this show with everything that we cover as is we get a second show set you loose with somebody else and you guys do some drafting maybe maybe it's mcleod mid mid-season or or pre-season or either or oh uh, either or either yeah something we'll figure out yeah i know uh this a bit time consuming and we did them in the preseason to do uh to do one takes about what was it, about 40 minutes or so we could interview guys. If any of you guys are interested to be Steve's uh, co-host for a, a weekly drafting show, we'll, we'll, you know, 
We're, we're open. We'll we'll do interviews. I like it. I like it. Yeah, we'll have to figure out what uh, contests and stuff we want to focus on. Uh, you know, in the meantime, we'll do our weekly pickums. Uh, but maybe we'll have an evening where we do a couple of uh, a couple of weekly tournaments or something. <clears throat> and they've got all sports on here too, man. You can do pickums for NBA, college basketball, NHL, FIFA. Eating contest, esports, golf, racing, the whole nine yards, dude. Have, have you the taken a peek, Andy, at any of your uh, your best ball sheets we did? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. You got, you got any first and second place squads hanging around? It would be live best ball, right? Live best ball. I'm currently winning $166. Okay. So anything, yeah, anything that shows money means that you're potentially going to advance, so. Obviously, those are not final numbers, but puppies, puppies. Um, what about best balls? Superflex. There you go. Look at that. I got a best ball mania winning 25. So I got Let's one that is the, advancing. Who do you got? I even squad? labeled this one. That's one of our live streams. Let's see. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's one of our. You're in there. You're in fifth place. Uh, I got first right now. I got Dak Prescott and Ooh. Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Bijan. Running back. Very nice. Yeah, baby. Bijan, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Devon A. Chain. Oh, CeeDee Lamb, Christian Kirk, Chris Godwin, Traylon Burks, Nico Collins, Jalen Hyatt, DPJ, and Khalil Shakir. Oh, man. Look at that. McBride Laporta. Ooh, this is a spicy roster right here, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, here's another example of, you know, drafting guys that you have a fondness for or you have a, a good feeling about. Uh, Nico Collins, you know, that's a guy we've been really high on. And you look at how many points he's contributed to Andy's best ball sheet there. You know, a guy that was not an early round pick. That's beautiful, man. Uh, what? Uh, these are pickums. I don't know why those are all grayed out, but uh, we didn't win any pick of money last week. We're still up five hundred dollars on the season on pickums, but our all-time high was like seven hundred something dollars. So we're um, let's check out this week thirteen slate, man. We're we're kicking it off Thursday night with the Seahawks at the Cowboys. Oh, that's. So this one I feel like is a pretty easy one for me because the Seahawks' run defense has has been getting destroyed, dude. Their run defense is now uh, dropped to uh, bottom half of the league. They just got gashed up by the 49ers. And you notice that Tony Pollard's been getting going the past couple weeks. I think this is an easy, positive game script, especially when Geno's banged up, DK's banged up, uh, Tyler Lockett's banged up, Kenneth Walker's banged up. And all kinds of people banged up on the Seahawks. And the Cowboys have been playing phenomenal at home, man. If you look at their home road splits, phenomenal at home this year. Uh, I think you can dial up some overs on these Cowboy players, Steve. You know what I like about the Cowboys is when they're ahead, they're not letting off. Nobody wants to watch a team that's winning just dump off handoff after handoff when they're up. They want to see a football game and – you know, they played all four quarters and continued to run the score up, which is that's what we want to see, not just for fantasy, but if you're sitting there and just love watching football, 
that's what you that's what you turn the TV on for. So yeah, Pollard uh, definitely Very regressed true. a bit in the first half of the season, but you've seen the past two weeks him start to pay off at his draft position. And uh, sometimes, Andy, it's not about how you start, but how you finish. And if you traded for him or you held on to him this long and you're still in contention, now is the time that he starts paying off. Yeah, and look, he's getting involved in the receiving game as well, man. Six receptions, 24 yards, four for 19. So I like all these uh, these lines. 21 and a half receiving yards, Steve. We go back to receiving yard well, or you just 88.5 overall. Ooh, uh, what was his rushing total the past two weeks, just on raw rushing yards? Uh, 79, 61. Yeah. 63 seems decent. I like it. I like it. We got our first leg on the road. And you only have to put in as little as two picks, guys, right? And obviously, this is not financial advice. <laughs> we already told you guys we, we lost last week. We didn't, we didn't hit any last. Actually, the past two weeks, we haven't hit any of these. And we're going for these big five-leg ones. That that is know. expected. You're not expected to win very yeah. many of these. That's why they pay the proportion they do. We've been running hot this year. We've been running really hot this year. Um, we're we're dialed in, but uh, that's that's all I really want to. I mean, I I would be interested in doing a pick, uh, but I just don't. I'm not sure who to bring it back with from the Seahawks right now. So I think I'm just gonna like play Tony Pollard, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. There's the there's too much going on on the on the other side of the fence. That there's not any consistency um, with anyone outside of Kenneth Walker, who's probably not even going to play. So yeah, I'm with you on that. This uh, this Broncos Texans game is interesting at 47.5 over under. Uh, wait, does that mean that does that mean that Houston is the favorite by three and a half points? Yeah. Get out of here. That's pretty wild, man. Yeah, I think that the momentum for the Broncos shows that it should make they should make a uh, a fight out of this. And uh I I finally just want Javante Williams to get on the board with a touchdown. He's had some good some pretty good rushing games, but uh we need to get him in the end zone here. Ah oh, man, I was hoping that they they had a Oh man, you can only go higher on the CJ Stroud fumbles. Uh, one fumble. Oof. Yeah, that's extra. That, that, that's super extra fragile. Right super fragile. Now the passing yards. Yeah, this this one's tough, man. He's been he's been going over this almost. Yeah, but those secondaries are garbage. I mean, I, I honestly think that this will be one of the tougher secondaries he's playing against. Yeah. I agree with Chad. If we were taking the uh, total points under, I would I would actually agree. But we're doing the pickums. I'm pick still gonna go, I'm still gonna go over on CJ Stroud. Okay. Just because he's he's hitting that every week. I, I get that the, the game script could be different here against the Broncos, but golly, it's just, it's just too tempting, man. The odds are in my favor. We got any Broncos? Uh, you want to, let's see. 
Texans run defense right now is ranked 12th overall. Their passing defense is 22nd. Uh, this yeah, probably Cortland, should Cortland Sutton action. Cortland Sutton. Oh yeah, we got a chili pepper touchdown. He dropped one last week, which he normally <laughs> doesn't do. So. He, he has almost won a game this year. Mm. I like that. There we go. Let's get a, a spicy touchdown. Get the get the bonus, the one point seven x modifier. And the Russell Wilson, 221. Golly, that's so low. Yeah, I would, I would leave that. that yeah. I, that's fr more fragile than it looks, unless you're thinking maybe the under. Because tr tr uh, traditionally, if you look at – he's not throwing for a lot of yards, but he's been pretty efficient. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it like that. Just bet on those two guys and man, move on. It's you know, for uh, the the run game for the Chargers just kind of stalled out the past two weeks. But I think that this is a week they kick that door open and uh, have another Eckler, big Eckler game here. So you don't think Eckler's uh, gassed? You don't think he's done? I almost look like, you know, because he had that high ankle sprain. I was almost thinking maybe he came back too quick. And he tried to come back too quick to help his team out, and that's kind of set him back even more. I mean, dude, they they played the friggin' Ravens last week, bro. I mean, you know, that, that's a pretty tough matchup. So, and the Packers they played the week before, who's been really, really good lately. So, uh, this is a get right game, if you will. So, I, I'm I'm ex expecting a bounce back. Yeah, the Patriots are pretty bad. Their their run defense is surprisingly pretty solid. But I mean, Eckler gets so much work in the uh, receiving game too. Let's see what the maybe Eckler's got a twenty nine point five receiving yards. Steve, fifty three and a half rushing. Hmm. Yeah. I'll, what do you think about that receiving? Outside of that uh, Green Bay game, they where they shut him down. He it's pretty consistent on a week to week basis. Yeah. Let's see. Let me look at some of the other games real quick of his and see. Eckler, Eckler, Eckler. He gets a ton of he gets a ton of work in the receiving game, man. And we know the Chargers' passing defense is atrocious. atrocious. So in the last five games, he's had eight targets, seven targets, seven targets. He only had three against Green Bay. And then six targets against Baltimore. So um, the opportunities are definitely there. And and then for the Patriots, all the quarterbacks stink. Zappy's not the long term answer. Mac Jones is not the long term answer. What 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 are you what's uh what's your vibes on the Patriots and this sixty two point five rushing yard line here for Ramadre Stevenson? And he's hit the over on this three of the every, every week, past three weeks. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I mean, that's he's been about the only bright spot on that team, Will Greer. Boom. <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty solid. 35x if we hit. I like to do 10 bucks. Spicy. Spicy. 10 bucks, we win $350. 
guys. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code Quest. They've still got the the initial new user um, deposit bonus up to $500 instant. It's not like you have to do jump through any hoops. You just sign up, promo code Quest, and you put in your money, and they'll match whatever you put in. It's just the minimum's 10, the maximum's 500. So it's pretty sick. So if you have, I was so what he's saying user. is, if you have an account already, just use your, uh, you know, your wife's name and yeah, you know, different family member's name and, and make an account. Sweet, sweet talk. Yeah, sweet talk to wife. Promo code that's, Quest. That's, you know, unlike if, if you guys gamble on any other sites or do player props or or anything like that, most of these companies will not just give you the money. You got to earn it over like a year or two years by placing bets. You may never see that money. Whereas the minute you deposit, that money is in your account. You can use it immediately. So um, it is a pretty big deal. Oh, Lions and Saints. Juicy. So I, I would like the golf uh, passing yards here, depending on what it is. Let's see. Golf. 259. That seems easily achievable. I'm pretty sure he's beating that every week. Uh, yeah, yeah, except the Bears, I guess. But that the, the turnovers limit uh, the number of drives, obviously. So. Yeah, I think I think this is a, a really nice bounce back game for them. Now, who do we uh, who do we stack him up with? Because you know, if he's throwing for over two fifty nine, he's bringing some of these guys with him. Amon Ra's eighty one point five. Jamison Williams only had twenty four point five. Laporta at 40.5. Got some spicy touchdown props here for Laporta. Let's see. Who who's uh who's now filling in for Lattimore? I don't know the uh the depth chart very well for that team, but I would think that oh, let's see. I would think that whoever their next man up is is not gonna match up well with the Monra. No, not many guys do match up with Amon Ra. Um, let's see. I, I'd be willing to bet he's had about that the last four or five games in a row, probably. Uh, Kamara's got a touchdown prop. I, w- I wonder if Taysom Hill's got a touchdown or uh, some kind of prop. Uh, nah. I was hoping. Is there a uh, car? A car one? No. It isn't, uh... Isn't no. Carr banged up? Is he banged up or is he um, good? He had a concussion. I think he's fine now. Let me see. Throws for 304 empty yards and a loss. No, he's not on the injury report. Okay. Yeah, two weeks ago he was uh, concussed, but yeah, he's been throwing the ball down the field better now. Um, but now you've got Olave that uh, left the game, so th- I think that that's probably why that they don't have those lines up yet. You've got a bunch of key players that have. Uh, I think Olave is probably the biggest key player that has a question mark now. Look at that, guys! You can you can place prop bets live during the game. 
Like these guys are playing basketball games right now. I forget that there's like a hundred and ninety basketball games a year, and these guys are playing basketball right now. You can like bet on their rebounds and steals and assists during the game. That's pretty sick. You can do that with the NFL too. Uh, I I don't know if there's anyone else I want from that matchup. Yeah, yeah, no, me neither. Um, all right, Falcons, uh, Falcons at the Jets, 34 point. I mean, this Jets team is just bad, man. This Tim Boyle, I mean, good lord, good lord, he was had to be the worst singular quarterback performance all year. So bad, honestly. I I didn't fully understand the the choice to, to play him. I get how bad things have been, but he, he's he's not it either. He's just not. <laughs> he's not he's it. He's just so bad. He's just not it. So what are we just dialing up Bijan Robinson? It's like you, you're not dialing up anything here unless it's Bijan or Brees Hall. Uh, Bijan or Brees? Yeah, I don't honestly particularly like anybody on that matchup. I like Bijan getting a touchdown. That's what I like. All that, right. That, that cat knows how that. to get touchdowns, man. No, I can get behind that. I mean, if they're going to score, it's yeah. it's going to probably be on the ground. Uh, the Breeze 54.5 is tantalizing, but super scare- scary and sketchy with uh, I'm avoiding it. I'm, I'm going to go with the, the spicy Bijan touchdown because that feels pretty safe to me. But car oh Cardinals at Steelers. This is when we dial up the Jalen Warren. Yeah, if you could if there's like a Najee touchdown, I'd be all about that one. Jalen Warren, look at this. 14.5 receiving yards. Oh, he's right yeah. in there. <laughs> it's too right fragile, in. man. But yeah. I, I love this receiving the rushing line right here. Let's you don't think it's, you don't think that's fragile given the limited amount of opportunities though? No, because he's getting at least fifty percent. I mean, look, thir- thirteen carries, nine yeah. carries, fifteen carries. But look at this past week was the new week with the um, the first week with the new offensive coordinator. Um, so let's look at Najee. He got fifteen. Jalen Warren got thirteen. So it's about fifty fifty. You know, they'd say he leads because he got two more touches. I mean, and he got the touchdown. I still think it's going to be a 50-50. And they're, that's what they do, man. They run the ball. They're like the Falcons. So, All right. Yeah, I mean, we just saw Arizona's defense get cut apart. So, Yeah, I think you could probably dial up both of them. I mean, <laughs> you could probably I, I had a, I had a – on a different site, I had a Najee to score a touchdown last week too. So you got to feel good about. He's another guy that you got to feel good about the rest of the year. Uh, Colts to the Titans. This we get some is Zachary uh, Moss. Yeah, man, that's what I was gonna say. Jonathan Taylor, you know, banged up with an injury. He's gonna miss some time. Zach Moss is gonna make a resurgence. Titans though have the worst defense in the league. So I like attacking this this um, passing defense of the Titans, which ranks 28th. Their run defense is fourth. So we know the Colts are good at running the ball, so they're going to run the ball probably, establish the run. But Gardner Minshew, he's a good passer, man, and he's going to be throwing it. And it's so consolidated there, too. 
Michael Pittman Jr. and Josh Downs that if those guys have props, I I like it. I like all of it. I like Pittman. I like Downs. You know, it, good observation, and I didn't I didn't see a lot of Colts games uh, this year, but you you nailed it in that he doesn't really look at anybody outside of those two guys. I've seen many a place where there were other people open, and he just doesn't even look. Another observation too is that they're playing the Titans, and Henry just does exceptionally well in games that stay close, and not so much in games that they're trailing. So. Uh, this is a, probably a good week that Henry sees a good amount of work. Mm, I like it. And look at the receptions, man. Pittman getting double-digit targets two, the past two weeks. He's converted for 8 for 84, 10 for 107. Before that, he went 8 for 64. And we got another weak defense here. All these lines are so soft for Michael Pittman. I mean, I mean, obviously the touchdown's fragile, but why go there when you could just go six and a half receptions or 72.5 total, you know? Yeah, going back to when we started doing this uh, show, Andy, you know, I've been high on Pittman, you've been high on Pittman, and you look at what he's doing with Minshew. Could you imagine with a, you know, Pro Bowl caliber receiver throwing the ball to him, the, the possibilities there? Boom. Got another another slip in, and then we'll start this uh, a third slip off with Derrick Henry, and they're playing at home. It's sixty, uh, yeah. I don't think he, yeah, yeah. I'm not going the receiving, but that rushing line is fa- fair, sixty. Yeah, I don't think it's a blowout by any. I would think stays pretty close for the most part. Yeah, I mean, the Colts' run defense is ranked 24th. And, you know, they have the worst offensive line in the league. So Will Levis has struggled. You know, let's just let's call it what it is. I mean, he's a guy that, that showed promise. Obviously, he had the four-touchdown first game. That's when you should have sold the cards. But, you know, he's he's got promise, man. They just have such a bad offensive line. Um and uh, the Colts have a pretty soft run defense, so I think it's going to be a heavy dose of Derrick Henry in this game for sure. Yeah, definitely. Dolphins. Dolphins. Man. Now, um, we didn't really get into real-life stats. We talked about fantasy ranks, Andy, but I mentioned it last week. Sam Howell, again, a guy that we wouldn't have anticipated having this conversation about, leading the league in passing yards. Yeah. I don't know. Not, not I mean, fantasy in real life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, their defense sucks, and Eric Bannemi is like, I'm gonna show you what I learned from Andy Reid. <laughs> so here, top five uh passing yard leaders in the league at the moment. You before the season, most of these guys would have not in your mind been on this list. Sam Howell, definitely not on your list, CJ Stroud, Josh Allen three. Maybe on your list two of four, and then golf five. So um, you love to see it, man. This is what this is why we watch the game. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, man. Twenty-five completions. Interesting. He, he's probably going to throw the ball fifty times. Let's see. Let's see what his uh, uh, this game, his game logs not on here. Hey, he always throws it for over forty. 
Well, yeah, what was his uh, – how many pass attempts did he have last week? 45. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. What about the 282.5 total? Uh, I can get on board with that. Let me see something here. I get on board with that. All right. So he's had that five weeks consecutively now. Yeah, he's not going to stop against the Dolphins. What are they going to do? Dolphins are just going to score all day. He's 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 hit that five weeks in a row. So that I seem I think that's pretty good. Now we got spicy touchdowns on Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel. Uh, you know, Curtis Samuel. The the thing about um, this kind of game, probably again, you can't one hundred percent tell the future, but you can only base it off of you know logic, gut instinct, and uh, you know historical data. But probably the kind of game Dolphins are leading by. A margin most of the game, which means a lot more throwing. So I would be skeptical on the rushing totals, but heavier on the receiving ones. So like a guy like I know you're not a Jahan Dotson guy, but like a 34 and a half is pretty low in a game where they could potentially be uh, down by a lot. So yeah, I would love to. Uh, Curtis Samuel went off last week. So. We don't really know who's going to go off, but... Five receptions, McLaurin. They're spreading the ball around so much, man. This is the problem. It's it's tough. Five is, like, right Jeez. there, but look at all these targets, dude. Jeez. You know that um, Samuel and uh, John Dotson have more... Uh, I can't remember what it was. Uh, higher fantasy finishes combined than McLaurin did? I wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah, it's been. Uh, you'd, you'd think with all that passing volume, McLaurin would be just yeah blowing the blowing the ceiling off. He's just not. No, they spread the ball around a ton. They got they got some good weapons there. Uh, so I'm just gonna put it on Sam Howell over, and then and then move on to the Dolphins because the Dolphins are way more predictable for me. I know where to go. Like Senior, when you give me a, you don't you don't like Senior Waddle at sixty nine and a half. Oh yeah, I like him. I like I like Waddle over. I like Tyreek Hill over, and uh, therefore we're gonna go Tua over. Just juicing. Yeah, just juice well, it up. Two seventy nine is a lot, Andy. What what did he do last week? Well, I mean, two forty three against a, a team that they just destroyed. So, you know, when it's more competitive. You know, you putting up bigger, That's bigger true. point totals. This game at Kansas City was technically a um, uh, Germany game, so those are always weird. I I don't really look at those. Okay. It's hard to get a whole a good vibe on that. But yeah, man, I think this game there is uh, gonna play out something like that. Yeah, let's see. I mean. I mean, the Commanders did give up 31 to the Giants two weeks ago, so there's that. I, I feel a little bit better about that, uh, knowing that. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the, even the Panthers secondary, which is probably their best, uh, best asset has been as a team, they've just been failing. So if you wanted to do like, uh, some Buccaneers picks or unless you don't want to, don't want to be too into it at the game, knowing you got money on the line <laughs> if you're going to the game. Yeah, you know, I probably won't think about it too much, but it'll be in the back of my head for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know what's what's going to happen. The Bucks secondary is bad, and the Panthers going to have new coaches this week, so maybe they get a little spark in them, a little. A little fire, so I'll probably just avoid that one for right now, unless I'm feeling something before the game. I'm not just because you're going, not just because I'm a Bucks fan, not just because you're a Bucks fan, but I'm hoping they pull it out. I mean, this is a must win. This is a must yeah, win. It is a must win for the Bucks. Andy, I like the Rams again, and so does Vegas. Apparently, I mean, the Browns seemingly have overachieved just about every week and uh they got no quarterback anymore i think they might have joe flacco this week actually i think joe flacco's starting well, that's a pretty big deal that's uh well he's a he's a candidate for getting sacked about seven times uh. <laughs> dude's got no legs man <laughs> fire up your rams defense boys the rams defense go oh, boy uh and uh amari cooper's got a rib injury so, yeah, that's probably fire up. You know, this will be a run-heavy game, but if the Rams keep playing the way they've been, they, they're they going to have to start throwing. Well, there you go. Then that means fire up Kyron. I can't believe. Look, Kyron won two touchdowns last week through the air. Let's fire up that touchdown for Kyron Williams. Boom. 49ers Eagles. Look at this one. I'm I'm surprised they got 49ers as favorites by three points in this game, to be honest with you. Because the Eagles are playing at home. And this is the I, uh Yeah. I mean the hey, you know what? championship. If, filthy if you're watching, man. I'm sorry, but I actually I think the Niners are gonna win this week. Oh the Eagles, uh they've ground out some tough, tough wins, but um, yeah, the Niners look really good. And I've seen some inconsistency in Philly the past couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, San Francisco, <laughs> he's, there. he's there. He's there. He said he said he's unsubbing. Uh, yeah, Chase Young, um, an immediate impact. If you look at the sack total since he signed there, obnoxious, man. Uh, obnoxious front, front pass rush. And, uh, Shootout game. I think it'll be a shootout game. Uh, Curtis Samuel's not trash, but he plays for a trash team. You know, like Curtis Samuel is a good player, but he's one of five. He's a 2017 rookie. He's not creating any FOMO, Chaswick. So Chaswick, Jeffries, Von Bronswick the third. Good Lord, that's a mouthful. Uh <laughs> He look, this guy is not creating any type of hype because he is not a, a a young electric rookie. You know, he's good, but he's not he's not that, and he's not on a team 
that's creating any hype. Right. If he yeah. wasn't hurt for part of the year, if if he was on the Cowboys, Andy, instead of the Commanders, it, it would make a really big difference for his his values. But that just goes to show you how market size plays a huge role. Mr. Man, catching up with the chat here, he said, should you hold or sell George Pickens? Well, I think you got to hold him, man. Playoffs are coming up. Yeah, one week with the new OC and playoffs are coming up. Yeah, I'm sticking to what I said a few weeks ago. This is a good opportunity with the positive week they had last week to maximize your value and maybe move on to something else. You know, Move into a, a borough or another card that will have a much greater value next year. Uh, Chaswick, I'm seeing this. He's got thousands of rookies from 2017. I don't know what to do. It sounds like if you've got thousands, sounds like you got a lot of base cards, brother. And so you're just going to have to sell them things based on what the comps are, or you're going to have to put them in a lot or go set up a table at a local card show and sell them things in a dollar bin. Uh, Unless they're local all like card shows. You have like a the biggest Mahomes collection in the world or Trubisky. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you got a lot of base cards. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I, I would prioritize those. If you want, go go check out our premium membership. But hop in the Discord, man. Hop in the Discord, um, and you can start posting cards in there. Start talking to us in there, and um, you know, we can we can help you out with what to do with the specific cards because you can post pictures and we can talk about the players and the cards. You kind of have to take it on a case by case basis. But if you got a ton of base cards, I mean, chances are if you want to get rid of a lot of them, just you know, set up a dollar bin, garage sale, card show. Um, go go take them to a card shop, liquidate them, put them on Facebook Marketplace, something like that. eBay, try you could try eBay, but you could build up your feedback on eBay, Steve, with like a bunch of base rated rookies, and you sell them at like five bucks with a, a sixty three cent plain white envelope shipping, right. eBay standard envelope, and work up your your feedback rankings and just move cards. Yeah, it depends on what you got. If you got thousands of, you know, lower end stuff, you can start it at ninety nine cents and list it, and just take what the market gives you. Or if you got some stuff you're not sure on the value, post it up, and we'll uh, try to help you get it listed. Leo, Leo, what's up, man? Leo C. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Curtis Samuel's trash. Uh, I just think the Commanders are. This is a lost season, man. They're spreading the ball around a ton. Curtis Samuels had some big games. It's just not going to ever be enough right now to create hype for, um, you know, some Curtis. Like I have Curt, I have Curtis Samuel optic autograph rookie cards that you could buy for like five, ten bucks right now. You know, twenty seventeen. So yeah, if they were ten and one or you know undefeated or something like that, it'd be a a different story or. If- or if he was a rookie, you know. If he was a rookie, or if he was, he was on a the rookie, Chiefs, or if he was on the Cowboys, you know. Yeah. Plays a big yeah. deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so I went. I went. Brandon, I touchdown at Philly. I feel like this Philly, um, this Philly Forty ers game should get pretty spicy here on Sunday afternoon. I actually think the Eagles win this one. I just hope they don't hurt Brock Purdy again. 
I hope uh, Hassan Reddick doesn't rip his arm off again. Um, so this uh, stays interesting. And I think the Eagles win it, but um, I like, and I, I think I want to go back to attacking the, uh, the ground game for the Eagles, whether it's the, maybe a line for, uh, I feel like we're just like, I'm attacking like a, uh, a touchdown prop on this one. <laughs> the Swift, Swifty McVay. Yeah, I mean, Swift's come to form, and, uh, you know, they're not running them into the ground, which is good news because they're going to need them as the the playoff push begins. And uh, Andy's looking to build an extra, extra spicy sheet here. I'm going higher 42. on the Jalen Hurts uh, rushing yards as well. Ooh, I don't know if I like that one. 43.5? Niners defense is, is pretty strong. They're pretty strong, but this isn't no this isn't uh no Seahawks now we're talking about. This is the Eagles in Philly. I I was just looking at uh a comparable game recently against the uh, Cowboys that he had. So What do we got for Purdy? What do we got for Purdy? Purdy pick. Purdy uh, a purdy pick did we get oh yeah that's right we did get the pick six it was actually a pick that turned into a pick six super unlucky it wasn't really his fault it squirted through the hands of somebody i can't remember who it was it wasn't iuk right i was like debo was it squirted through the hands of I debo so. and then and then returned for yeah i think i think it's so i think it squirted through the hands of debo and i was like all right things are getting interesting <laughs> He could definitely throw another pick, but this is like the most fragile slip ever <laughs> right here, man. It actually I, pays, how does it actually pay less than uh, one of the other ones we did? Well, yeah, uh, we have two spicy peppers in there. Two spicy peppers, but they're small, small peppers. Oh, I see. They're baby peppers. Baby peppers. Baby peppers. What do you think about the yardage for Purdy in this one? Two fifty-four, kind of like that one. Yeah, <laughs> Thundering says he throws his base cards in the trash. <laughs> Why do you do that, Thundering? They're great, yeah. man. I give the base cards to the kids because they like sorting things, and you know, kid like a four-year-old or five-year-old kid. I don't know. I know you have grandkids, Thundering, but so if you do, give them to the kids. Say, hey, sort these out for me. Give them something to do. And you can use them for like shipping fodder, you know, you can. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You can include some in, in shipping. Uh, you could, you could donate them to the uh, boys and girls club or some salvation army um, type thing. Backup toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> I like to put like three to five cards, Andy, on each side of the top loader, a little extra protection, put it in a team bag. You know, a lot of times the uh, recipient is grateful for the extras, and you've also protected their card in the process. So. Sun Sunday night, we got Chiefs at Packers, and then Monday night, Bengals at Jags. I think there's a chance for an upset here, Andy. We talk about momentum a lot. I think that this could be the upset game of the week. 
and you know that this is there's no bias here. I'm not a Packers fan. I'm not. Goff doesn't play for the Packers. Burrow doesn't play for the Packers. In fact, that is the nemesis of my team, the Bears. But I think they can win this game. So I will actually say, bold statement, Packers. Bold statement. Wow. That is bold. That is super bold, man. Super bold. I don't know if I can get on board with that one. I have to find out if Taylor Swift's going to the game or not. (laughs) She's on a... uh... Check her Euro tours over. And <laughs> you gotta check her. You got that's so. That's bad when you, you gotta check in my her. area. You you gotta check the Taylor Swift tour schedule to see <laughs> if she's gonna be in town or not. She does. Who wants to go to Green? I mean, Green, there's nothing going on in Green Bay besides football game. But I guess when you got private helicopters and jets, you can just fly in. Yeah, and whatever. Hey, you know what? It's going to be cold. Packers have been playing really good. Chiefs Except for A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon sucks. <laughs> he's, he, he's, he's been spotty at best. Spotty at best. Sp- spotty. Spotty, I think that's a very generous term. You know, when he's not running into, into right. his own lineman from behind, uh, he's had a couple good runs. And that's nobody's fault but A.J. Dillon. Like, what, what are you going to get out of? You don't getting any Dylan deals running into your own lineman. This is yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's the status of uh? Look at this. Look at all this green. Look at all these metrics. He used to be oh, so cool. You know, I don't even want him on the show anymore. No, I'm just kidding, Agent. <laughs> You're a cool guy, man. I, I'd love to have <laughs> you on the show. Oh, so Patrick Taylor could start the game. It looks like, but is that even bad? Look at this. How do you get a worse EPA than negative 10.6, number 106? I mean, good lord. I'm looking, I'm looking at his stat line for the past few weeks. It's I mean, atrocious. The it, breakaway it, run weight is 1.7, number 47th. 14 for 29, runners. 14 for 43. The only bright spot is his receiving, which is okay at best. I don't see any bright spots. I guess he's ranked twentieth in receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, no, not not. I mean, not not very good. Uh, you know, they're obviously a much better team when Aaron Jones is healthy. But I mean, I don't even know who the heck this Patrick Taylor guy is. But I, I'm not changing my answer. <laughs> I'm not changing my answer. Oh, Filthy's gonna put in a Packers money line with you. Spicy. Fired up. Fired up. I doubled up this Very weekend, Andy. Bears. Bears on Monday. I'm I might have to uh roll with you guys then there on the I just I, I find it wild, but hey, it, it could happen. It could happen. I mean, we're in the Green Bay cold now, so let's see Jordan Love zip those spirals to Christian Watson and Jaden Reed. That defense has crippled some pretty good offenses lately, and uh Chiefs are are not that dynamic right now. You know, they're they're kind of funneling through one and a half guys when Kelsey's not doing, Rashi Rice is sometimes doing. So AJ Dillon anytime. Oof. Now that's gotta be a massive one, dude. What what's that pay? Like 10x? <laughs> yeah. It's gotta pay like 10x. 
Give me if he 20 plays. to 1 on that. Give me 20 to 1 on that. And then the final game, Steve, Bengals at the Jaguars. Jags. Yeah, I, I don't see how you could take Bengals against just about anybody for the rest of the year. They're probably going to still get at least a win uh, before the season's up. I don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead, but it, it won't be this week. Bengals run defense ranks 30th and 31st in yards allowed per carry. Andy, Jags, Travis Etienne. How about Tank Bigsby getting relegated to third string running back? Oh, Dearness uh, Johnson is number two. Yeah, and he's oh, actually looked Johnson's pretty good. A baller, we know he, that he's, he's actually looked pretty good in, in limited opportunities. Uh, he's yeah. actually a guy that's been slowly being added to uh, people's teams because, quite frankly, if ETN goes down, that guy has a major, major role. Yeah, uh, no, actually, that's a good play, man. That's a card play right there. He's got nothing but rookie ticket autos. That's it. So, and they've got to be, they've got to, they've definitely fallen back down to reality now. So, if you can get them in the single digit dollar range, might be a good pickup. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. I appreciate everybody who, uh, who came out to hang out with us. And the chat has been lit tonight. You guys are awesome. Um, I think all you guys are subscribed. I, I don't know anybody that's still tuned in that's not subscribed. But if if not, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, that bell notification icon, and uh, we'll be back. I'll be back Friday with the mail day this week uh, now that I'm I'm getting back into a groove here at the home office. So I'll be tuning um, in, Andy. You know those are my favorite. Okay. All right, y'all. Right, Best of luck in your matchups. You got uh, just a little time left to secure your playoff spot. So best of luck. Yes, sir. Good luck out there, y'all. Peace. Peace.